Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Tuesday, the 30th and last day of November 2021. The British are moving against the Spanish at present-day Pensacola, Florida, 1707. The siege ends on this day without capturing the settlement. The interesting part may be both the British and Spanish were working with local Indian tribes. The Indians were supplied with arms and sold slaves to the Europeans. The point to remember is the Native Americans were human. They had wars and politics. They used alliances with the different European groups to further their politics between themselves. Humans are humans, and we all have the same weaknesses. 1803, there is a major chess game going on between Spain, France, and the United States. Spain had been talking about transferring much of their North American land holdings to France, but had been dragging their feet. Napoleon has some ideas for more French colonies on the land they are negotiating with Spain. This does not give the United States a warm feeling. Americans are discussing a cash-for-land deal with the emperor. On this day, Spain transfers the land to France, selling their part of the deal. France owns the territory for a total of 20 days before selling it to the United States, maybe one of the largest land flips in history. We like to think of our squabbles between the three branches of the federal government as a new thing, but nothing could be further from the truth. In the first couple of decades, there were Democrat Republicans led by Thomas Jefferson and the Federalist. At the heart of the disagreement between the two was how powerful the federal government should be, and of course, who was going to have control. Sound familiar? In 1804, the Democratic-Republican-controlled Senate begins an impeachment trial of Supreme Court Justice Samuel Chase. He will not be removed from the court and will remain on the bench for another seven years. Oliver Winchester is an American businessman born in 1810. He had an eye for a good deal and purchased a struggling division of Smith & Wesson. Winchester knew little of firearms design, but he had a good engineer by the name of Benjamin Henry. The current Henry Rifle Company has no lineage to Benjamin except name recognition. Samuel Langhorne Clements is born in 1835, a few miles southwest of the river town of Hannibal, Missouri, where he grew up. He was apprenticed as a printing typesetter and plied that trade at a number of large cities further east. When he tired of that, he went back to his river routes and became a riverboat pilot and might have stayed at that well-paying job if not for the drop in river traffic due to the Civil War. A few years in the West as a silver miner, then on to California. There he will begin to write under the pen name Mark Twain. He will make a small fortune and lose nearly all of it on bad investments. In the later years of his life, he clawed his way back from the brink of bankruptcy. The Great Lakes have been recognized since early days as a good route for shipping from the interior of the continent to the Atlantic Ocean. The biggest challenge was Lake Superior is 600 feet above sea level. Nearly one-third of that drop is across the narrow bit of land between Lake Erie and Ontario at Niagara. In 1829, the first of five Welland Canals is opened for a trial. German engineers patent the first front-wheel drive car in 1900. Actor Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. is born in 1918. He starred in two police series in the 1960s and 70s, 77 Sunset Strip and the FBI. In the 90s, he was a voice actor on several of the animated Batman films as the butler Alfred. 
In later years, known as the Perpetual Teenager, television host Dick Clark was born in 1929. His interest in radio began in the late 30s, and by age 16, he is working at a station owned by an uncle and managed by his father. Moving to Philadelphia in 1952, he hosted American Bandstand on radio and was a fill-in host on the television version. Not nearly as well-known as Dick Clark, G. Gordon Liddy was one year younger. Liddy was an FBI agent who could have been the hero in a modern television series. He will become an operative in the Nixon White House and there be caught up in the Watergate affair. He will go on to host a popular talk show for 20 years, retiring in 2012. Film director Ridley Scott is 84 today. English-born rocker Billy Idol is 66. Professional athlete in both baseball and football, Bo Jackson is 59. Troop withdrawals continue in Vietnam in 1972. By this day, the level is down to 27,000, and the White House no longer considers the number to be newsworthy. It had not been this low since early 1965, and in 1968, at the peak, over half a million, or one in every 82 people in the country, were American soldiers. American Idol finalist Clay Aiken is 43. Michael Jackson's Thriller album is released in 1982. It will become the largest selling album in history. Operation Desert Storm officially ends in 1995. The question some might ask, why didn't we take Saddam Hussein out when we were so close? The answer is, he was something of a stabilizing force. Those in line to replace him were more radical than he was. ExxonMobil becomes the world's largest company when they merge in 1999. And that's history and comment for the 30th day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.